Hello, hello, hello. Let's see if I can get this to play. <laughs> I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Okay, so first off, while I'm doing my little rhyme, just what's off the top of my head is that I wish everyone to go see Little Mermaid. It was so beautiful and impressive. And I was so curious about how they filmed it and how they made the things happen that they did. And I thought I would be a little bit more emotional about it because I've been on like the mermaid quest for the last three years. <laughs> My North Node is Pisces. So I have this like whole thing about a mermaid. And many of you might relate to this, this idea of being more of a mermaid, but I had some pretty profound ceremonies where mermaid came up. So I've been leaning in consistently with the mermaid. And I think really what it comes down to is the use of our voice and what we use our voice for, but also how we listen and where our heart is coming from when we use our voice and how many people are just not quite able to access or feel like they can't use their voice. Maybe they're a writer, not a singer, or maybe they would rather speak something or email something than say it. You know, there's so many dynamics to the throat chakra, but it was just such a beautiful metaphor for so many things. And I think about how we feel like the grass is always greener on the other side. This magpie is just yelling at Griff so aggressively. Um, as a mermaid wanting to be somebody who wants legs and how vice versa. Maybe we're on land, land creatures, and all we want is to have a giant fin. So how we accept and learn or transform into that which we cannot have or understanding that whole relationship was really profound. But really the root of Little Mermaid is the idea of... <laughs> giving away your voice and how angry it made me when she decided to give away her voice. But the lesson of like, never give away your voice. Oh my gosh. And it worked out fine. And it was an incredible, you know, just all of it, the way she, she her as an actress and a singer. And I just was so impressed and so in love with it. I only cried once on the into the sea song or under the sea song because there was so much beautiful ocean life and it's true it's there was a part that she said do you just see us as food and I feel like there is a this comes up a lot where people are pescatarian you know they're vegetarian but they eat fish or the only protein that they eat is fish and it's like how is how is a fish any different? Does a fish not have feelings? How do we not know that? It's just because it's an element that we don't understand but what is under the sea and the beauty and the expansiveness of the ocean and what is to be explored in water is just so mind-blowing and so profound. So I am really just on this journey. I, I had to do a podcast. The full moon just went full. So it's 100% in Sagittarius. The only thing I have in Sagittarius is my Venus. So I I am when I look at a Venus, what that means, it just means 
how I love and where I love, which means I love Sagittarius's so much. They're so strong in my life, whether it's your rising or your moon or your sun sign. They're just so profound. I have a little bit of it in my chart because it's also a cusp. I'm a cusp sign, but there's something about this pursuit of knowledge and travel and adventure, especially in Gemini season when we're more active and more talkative and there's more air in the sky. And these birds are just talking to me and Griff so strongly. There is something really, really potent about how we pursue that which we wish to be and having this this beautiful conversation with myself of nurturing what I really need to be nurtured or what I really desire to be nurtured in order for me to become the person that I see in five years or 10 years or in six months. But I really like stretching myself at this point in my life to see long-term because that's not a natural thing for me. And so what are the habits and the routines and the and the pieces of my life that I can really start to cultivate and the people I'm surrounded by, do they nurture those parts of me that match up with the values of who I am and who I wish to be? And at the same time, as we're like looking forward and shooting our arrow to the future and where we want to go and this beautiful growth, expansive, studious lover of adventure and knowledge which is so Sagittarius. At the same time, this independent fire, which is trusting and fully embodying who it is that we are and what we came here to do and and just loving all of it, loving all of it as much as you can because we don't really embody if we don't love, right? There's separation if we are in disagreement with our body in any way. So full embodiment is full acceptance. So I've just been so grateful for this. And I realized my last podcast was when Griff almost died. And I was heading north from Mexico after kind of an insane moment of him (laughs) running away at the gas station in my Mexico stop and taking my van up north and then him getting super sick in Sacramento and the Scorpio full moon eclipse on 5-5. It was like too intense, so intense. And life has been very intense, but it's also been really informative. It's been really expansive and informative. So I wanted to share a little bit before I left my Canada journey going going up from Mexico all the way up to Squamish with an amazing kite surf instructor and learning how to kite surf and and getting into the water that's so freezing cold but being in Squamish and BC and Vancouver and blogging about it so I have been really active on my blog if you haven't seen that go to emilyshram.com/blog It's been such a joy to write some of these feelings and express what I'm going through, through the written word. And it's been a really fun way to put photos into new places. And now as I'm heading east and kind of towards Calgary, going through Banff and 
Lake Louise and all of these insane, gorgeous mountains in Colorado, or not in Colorado, north of Colorado, the Rocky Mountains that I know in Colorado, but different and bigger and almost like less people fuss and more mountain exaltation. That's what it feels like. It feels like the the real true mountains. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a different energy. And I just know that what is going to be required of me, if I really am pushing for the best version of myself for five years or 10 years from now, it means growth and growth is hard. Growth is so hard. And although I want the mermaid side of me and the singing and the, the fluid feminine Emily to continue to grow, I also need to step into that powerful masculine energy as much as I can so that I have the tools and the structure and the confidence. And so this mountain energy has been so strong and really something that I am just sucking in, (laughs) absorbing, having conversations with, and just trying to be aware of and, and looking and listening and feeling out what is needed most and appreciating. I think, you know, all of this is about appreciation and how I appreciate and, and what I do to express my appreciation. And I've talked about this a lot on my Instagram and my social and in my blog, but really understanding reciprocity in such a deeper way, right? It's so much bigger than like, Hey, you give me two apples and I'll give you two oranges or you took care of me yesterday, so I'm going to take care of you today. Or you helped me move when I moved, and I'm going to help you move next time you move. These are all beautiful ways we exchange as humans. But when I think about how we can do that with nature, and how we can really have a conversation that's more than just, thank you for helping me be not so crazy. Because we all know nature does that. It takes away our anxiety, gets us grounded, it changes our vibration, it pulls out bad energy. That's why the bird quiz exists. <laughs> if you haven't taken that personality test, go take it, emilystrom.com. It's just a really easy way to start to get ideas for how nature or the elements can start to support you. But it's also just a bigger thing of like, well, if that's how they can nature or these elements can support me then what is the active support for it back? And that's what I've been on a journey exploring. And is it singing at a song, you know, whether it's a tree or a bird, or is it giving a little tobacco, or is it picking up trash? You know, what are the ways that we do give back? And it is true, right? They're, they're mirrors of us. Nature is a mirror of us in so many ways, from the water content in our body to the minerals that exist, including magnesium and magnesium depletion. (laughs) And also the mirror of we inhale oxygen, exhale carbon dioxide. They inhale carbon dioxide and exhale oxygen, right? This beautiful exchange. And so one of the ways I've been really exploring, especially as I kite surf or learn the wind in a new way is our exhaling and breath work and just being in nature and seeing how nature responds to large exhales and just deep meditations with breath work. And that's been so fun and so, so interesting and cool to do. And outside of this, outside of this giant exploration of van life, I am 
heading back to Denver. Like I'm almost eight months on the road of this van, which is crazy, which is so crazy. And if you followed me for a while, you maybe saw like my initial intention with the van going and interviewing all these farmers and lots of podcasts and everything changed. Everything changed. And I changed as well. And I allowed that change to happen. And I allowed a deep inner working of trust and understanding. And it's just so interesting how life, we think we have a plan, right? And we never we're never going to follow that plan. (laughs) It's just not how it works. And the more we actually derail from the plan, sometimes I think that's better. So if your plan is derailed and your life is feeling a little off or you're not sure where you're going, even with a full moon and you want a plan and a structure and goals, I just give yourself, I just share or for my own personal, you know, experience of what's happening is this this appreciation that I am incredibly grateful that the plans haven't worked out because I trust they haven't worked out for a reason. And there's something much bigger looking at the bigger picture and, and feeling, especially in the Sagittarius fiery, passionate energy that we have luck on our side, that the more we're bold and the more we're brave and the more we just head on face it, which is what I'm doing, the more that life responds in that reciprocity, right? It's a give and exchange. It's always, always coming back at us with what we give it. So go for it. Be big. (laughs) Tackle the, the mountain. Be incredibly ambitious. And if the plan derails, you're on track. (laughs) And if you are in Denver, I hold true in my heart, a belief that there is a place, a home, which right now is platform to hold all of you. So if you are in Denver and you're interested in all the layers of yourself, right? We know that that's your physical body, your movement. We know that's your food as well as your movement, your supplementation, which is such a big part of my life and how I take care of myself and how I help take care of others. Also, the herbs that we consume, not just for the the physical attributes or the medicinal properties, but for the energetic properties as well. And then we really get into the energetic body and that could be the meditations and mindfulness and just in general, like how, who we surround ourselves with and the tribe that we have. Um, that is pushing us to grow or not, you know, we're either expanding or we're contracting. And of course we'll have ebbs and flows, but it is pretty obvious when we're in constant contraction (laughs) that we need to adjust. So being in environments that support that expansion. And so I'm heading to Denver and if you're in Denver or if you're looking for a home or wanting to visit, I'm going to be there for at least three months. I would love to see you at the home of platform strength or what we will now call platform in Rhino, Denver. And I'm looking forward to what will unfold and all the fun projects and ideas that I have that of course involve local eggs and herbs. (laughs) And I hope that we can do some sort of fun event, um, tea times and herb workshops, trash pickups always, but 
that is my plan and I just felt strongly about doing a little a little hello and Griff is doing great he is fully recovered I am doing great I am in such a death rebirth I think we all are and if you can watch Little Mermaid and find the parallels of where you wish to use your voice more where you've given your voice away there's so many beautiful lessons in it and I encourage you to sing 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 and speak 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 and imagine blue energy around your throat if you're struggling with that and just it all ties into Sagittarius right like we have these ideas or this vision but we definitely need to make sure that we can speak it and we're listening and responding to how that's being received and how we need to adjust so that we evolve with it. So with all my love, all my heart, happy full moon in Sagittarius, go leave some water outside so that Sagittarius moon absorbs, gets absorbed by it and you can have that water and just feel even more fiery and ready to go on a trip (laughs) and know that you're doing such a good job. All of us are. Go see the blog if you're interested in more of my musings, emilyshawm.com slash blog. And we just changed all of the systems and processes, which was such an overhaul. So thank you if you've been a part of this for your patience. But our supplements are now completely customizable. If you go to myempirica.com, you can now customize your own boxes based on what you need so no more plastic but recycled boxes and you can click and choose what boxes are what supplements are right for your daily protocol or just reach out to me and I can help you with herbs as well support at emilyshawm.com sending so much love from one meathead hippie to the next happy full moon